0: Now, here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today's Best Served Podcast, 285. We're talking websites. Must be UX-friendly user experience. We're going to dig into that a little bit. It's a dirty word. It's an unknown word when it comes to restaurants. It's mission critical these days. This series, Best Serve Custom. We're really focused on the customer experience. You know, sometimes in restaurants, we get very stuck in our four walls and we want to really create a thoughtful feedback loop. So, this is an opportunity. In this eight part series, we're focused on ease of ordering, and that's going to be really our focus. So, that is Best Served Custom. This channel, check out the full series uh, over these eight weeks. This is episode three of eight, and I am joined by Randy DiMario as well as Erica Bueller. Thank you both for being on. Thank you, thank you. So both of you, uh, we bantered a little bit on social, usually where I spark conversations, kind of see what people are thinking, experiences that people have. We're We're going to gripe a little bit to restaurants. All right, I think all three of us have some ideas of some things that restaurants can do to move forward, and we need to. We also need to say, look, I know that it's hard. I know that it's complicated. I know that we are tactile, we're face to face, we make things with our hands, yet we have to catch up to the times and we need to understand that people want to and need to interact with us on this how we get here is going to be fundamentally important for restaurants and so we're going to dig into that a little bit i want to lay some groundwork because i'm always trying to think about how restaurants can understand how to deploy and approach technology especially or or anything that feels uncomfortable for the way we kind of were brought up in this industry and so when i think of ux user experience i think of steps of service I think of the way that you navigate a guest when you got butts and seats, how do you navigate that guest through their full experience? That's what I want people thinking about when they're thinking about UX in the restaurant steps of service. You're very good at that. You really anticipate their needs, their wants, the challenges that you're going to face and you're able to, to move them through a seamless experience. It's the same thing on digital. You need to be thinking about that. So I want to bring that to both of you and Erica, I want to start with you. So You know, UX, right? It's it's a it's a techno babble word. Absolutely, it's become a buzzword. Absolutely, yet it is fundamentally important. Lay it down for us a little bit. For you, when you go onto somebody's website, when you're looking to engage with them, to order food, to go pick up food, to go check them out, you just heard about them, you read about them, and you go to their website. What's your expectation? What are you hoping for? What do you hope to feel? What's that interaction feel like to you?
1: Uh, My favorite thing to feel when I'm going to a restaurant's website is clean and easy. So it doesn't have to be cluttered with, you know, a bunch of menu items, but it feels easy to use. I know how to get where I need to go. Uh, and it just looks nice, clean, not, not too much kind of distracting from what I'm there for, which is to order food. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think everybody uses their phone these days to order food. So something that's easy on a mobile device. Sometimes that doesn't translate, you know, from a desktop or a laptop. Um, so yeah, just something that feels clean and, and like fresh and, um, gotta love some good food photography if it's there. I mean, that's what we're all here to see. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, if I see something that's really cluttered, it's kind of an immediate turnoff for me.
0: Yeah. I think we, we have a, a gluttony of information sometimes on restaurant websites. We're trying We're trying to tell them everything about everything. And the reality is like, you need to, it's in service. Great service is giving a guest everything they need and nothing that they don't. And the same thing needs to apply. When I talk about UX and steps of service, that's what I'm talking about. Like, what is that? They're not insider baseball. They don't know what you know. They don't live and breathe that day in and day out. You need to make it simple, consumable. Let them layer into it a little bit. Are you here to order food? You want to check out a menu, simple. Okay, then take them further and further down, whatever rabbit hole they need to go down. So I I can appreciate that for sure. All right, Randy, want to come to you? Same kind of question at a high level. And I like this too, because now, Randy, you're in design. You have a background in restaurants. So now you're very much... I mean, UX design is top of mind for you. That UI interface, top of mind for you, for sure. So break that down for a little, a little bit. What's your expectation style-wise? I want to hear. I want to feel that a little bit, as you, I'm sure, have a hypercritical eye for the way that a website is composed.
2: Well, I mean, websites have been around for quite a few years now, and they all have very similar kind of characteristics to them. I'm sure we all go to very nicely laid out websites and we can say a few great things about all of them. You know, color contrast isn't, you know, daunting to the eyes, you know, it's very simple. It's easy to read. You don't have too many bold texts or scripted texts, you know, confusing people of what's the important information that I'm actually supposed to be looking at. Those are just like very fundamental things on like how we read websites and why certain ones are more successful than others. And you know, Jensen, you're talking about steps of service and UX and I think they do go hand in hand. How a website looks when you first go on it is the same as how a host greets you the second you walk into a restaurant. It's the same like, oh, I know where I am. They want me to be here and they're gonna start asking me which direction do I wanna go with my experience now? Same thing with how a website is created and how we are have been like tailored to use them. <laughs> very, very similar concepts, I do think. <laughs>
0: Oh, I like that the host. Now you got my brain going even further. We know we get trained in restaurants. Hosts get trained on this. Don't run to the table and leave the guests behind.
2: Exactly. Guide
0: mm-hmm. them through the dining room. Don't make them feel awkward because you know dad's slow because he just parked the car and like we're we have three people spread across 45 feet trying to follow the host and it's clumsy and awkward. Mm-hmm. So we talk about that. That's a step of service. It's the same thing. Clumsy and awkward. They they walked in the door and you just ran to the table. You wouldn't do that. We do that on on websites all the time. I appreciate that. I also, mm-hmm. and, and Randy, I want to I wanna stay with you on this because you talked about the color contrast and the look and the feel and the style of it. Yep. I'm interested in this. I wanna see websites more and more feeling like the dining room. Exactly. I want websites more and more to feel like, is that your color palette? Is your branding guide implemented into that? Or do you have some WordPress theme that yeah, looks fine, but it's off brand. It doesn't feel like, and then people walk in and they go, wait, this is the place that I ordered from the website feels completely divergent from this. Touch on that a little bit. Cause I can see that clearly is something that resonates with you.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's times where, yeah, you can tell that somebody used a stock thing for their website and i wouldn't say it's like a huge turn off for me i know webs and web and marketing and stuff it's an expensive thing and not everybody wants to spend the time to get it right so you know when you're quick on your feet you do that i get it but i do think the purpose of your website even more before covid was giving me an idea of who you are before i even step foot in it and yeah mm-hmm. You know, does, does the menu look the same on the website as it does printed in-house if I do go there? And, you know, it, can I read the same exact menu on the website as that QR code is showing me? You know, it's like everything is integrated. And, yes, I think when you're talking about colors and stuff, like if you have a red and black website and you go into your restaurant and everything's green and yellow, you're like, I'm very confused. <laughs> I don't even know if they know who they are, so I don't know where I am. <laughs> like, it's an
0: interesting... Yeah, I, I can see that, where somebody like literally steps back out the door and looks up at the sign and then like grabs their phone and goes, oh, okay, oh, it is the right place. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, can people get over that? They can, but why should they have to? Like, Why don't we spend the time and effort to think about that experience for them? And I think it's an important thing, and I get it. Restaurants are trying to survive. Now you know it's it's difficult so i, I can really appreciate that erica I want, I want to come back to you a little bit the the expectation that Randy spoke on i think is important so and you mentioned you want it clean you want it simple also when you think about something being on brand when you think about something in the style and look i know for you being kind of a writer you're trying to get to the the heart of the story what kind of story do you want to be told how does somebody communicate who they are simply and cleanly and entice you to buy, because look, we need you to buy some food, please, please, please. How do they do that in a meaningful way that's not clunky and clumsy for you? Again, as somebody who's a storyteller.
1: Yeah, um, I'm so glad you brought that up. It was kind of on my brain um, that I find when restaurants have an about page on their website, brief, but still there, um, it makes a lot of difference in how I'm connecting with their brand. Um, because I love reading about people's stories and their backgrounds and you never know how someone comes into whatever they're doing. Um, and it adds kind of a human factor to it and a connection with your audience and your consumers, which is kind of how that would happen organically when you sit down in the restaurant. Right. Um, and I was, you know, I was just looking at, I think it was acreage and stem ciders website, very clean, very crisp which speaks to their ciders and their whole backstory. And I thought that that meshed really well um, with the message that they put out. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think adding that little human component, it makes a big difference um, in addition to having something that's, that's user-friendly, that looks nice, that is easy to navigate. Um, and, you know, you don't have to go crazy with tabs, but I think also certain bars and restaurants when they highlight their team I think that's cool, too, to kind of put a face to the people that you're ordering from Adds adds just that human component just all over again. So I, I love seeing people's stories.
0: Oh, it's so good. You are, you're crystallizing such an important thing. It's, it's not what's on the plate or who gets it to the plate. I'm a broken record with that all the time, all the time. So, so important. And in this moment, you can still have hospitality. I know it feels cold. I know people are on their phones. They're not interacting face to face. You don't have 45 minutes to an hour and 15 of butts and seats to be able to have that interaction. I get it. I know that's a struggle. Yet hospitality is still hospitality. If your intent is there, you figure it out. You always figure out the most meaningful way and authentic way to connect with people. And so that's the expectation. That's what, that's what the two of you, the three of us want. That's what Everybody's customer wants; they still want to feel hospitality. They don't want it to feel obligatory. That I'm just going to order food. It has to be meaningful still. So I really appreciate that. Uh, I want to I want to go heavy into mobile because I'm really challenging restaurants. Mobile first. Like you have to think about not just the design. And I know when you design a website, it goes. You can change the screen. Like let's get super granular and practical. It shows what it looks like on a desktop, on a tablet on a phone the reality is you need to go this way in the way that you design and there's several ways that you're doing that the menu especially i mean first of all if you have a fucking pdf menu please just stop just stop like you have to have an embedded interactive menu not even i know seo is important you randy i'll, I'll come to you to touch on that a little bit like, <laughs> they have to be able to scour and find out that you make pizza. And if you have a PDF or an image of your menu, then the Google does not know that you make pizza. So just make sure that you do that. But mobile first also in the menus, what's interesting, and I think we're gonna dig into more next week when we talk about online ordering, but I wanna touch on the on the mobile side of it. When you're ordering and the design of your menu, people are scrolling, it's a vertical stack. And if you have 22 menu items, they're never getting to number 16 or 17 or 18, 19 and 20. And if those are your top three items and it happens to be the way that you composed it like this, it's a vulnerability. I want to get into that a little bit. Mobile first, Randy with you. SEO, I know that's super important to you. And uh the PDF menu breaks my heart when I see <laughs> it. Uh
2: yeah, me too. A little bit. It's it's hard. So you have couple of things when it comes to websites you have the user experience which is just like the overall look and feel and then you have the seo which is search engine and optimization it's how the feelers in the web go and figure out to bring the customer to your website and like you said jensen you're never going to get people to be like if you Google who has the best lasagna in Denver, if you have a PDF menu, you're never going to show up, you know. And again, like I said earlier, investing in these things is it takes a lot of time, takes a lot of money. There are a lot of free websites that you can use. Um, but if you're not understanding how why the words need to match the design and the design needs to get the words out into the into the general public's eyes and minds, then you're kind of just like, don't need a website, then you can go back to radio advertising, you can go back to just using your social media, even, which I don't think social media is a bad way of promoting yourself. I just think you get to twist and turn it a little bit more than what you get on your actual website. And like, I love Erica, that you said that you love the story aspect of it, because I think I want to read I want to read about why you're doing this why am i trying to order food from you why do you need to be held on so bad during these trying times like i want to know about who you are and like you know all all of it goes hand in hand and it's a very complicated matter but i think seo is just as important as design yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. and it's scary for restaurant people because they feel like they're getting had because it's yeah. like i don't understand that world and like advertising and marketing and digital ads and and What are my KPIs on social? What are my conversions? And what am I like? They just it's mind melting. I get it. Yeah, it's it has to be the way that we go about this. If the people that are working in that business care about that business, care about their own livelihoods, if you care about cultivating that community, you you have to figure it out. I'm sorry. You have to figure it out. And this is the expectation of the market. And those stories, I think, are so, so important. You need to tell people stories. It just needs to be bite sized and consumable right not not an epic novel i'm i'm becoming more of a fan of the kind of like see more drop downs because we're getting very comfortable with that on social media especially facebook you see a little bit you're like oh this is interesting see more i think there's an opportunity to the same through the same kind of thing where it's like here's my like like sizzle about if you want to know more there's layers to that so i think taking people again down that rabbit hole is super important erica i want to come back to you excuse me, as I'm slapping my microphone here, I want to come back to you. And thinking about uh, talked about mobile first, and kind of what's happening there. Uh, the overall UX expectation that you have, I want to now get very practical with people. And like, look, we're talking about these theory things. But I want to like, understand, will you not order from a restaurant, not go to a restaurant, not buy the thing? if the website's clumsy straight out, yes or no. And then let's get into the why of that. But is that the case for you?
1: Probably? No, like probably I won't. Um, because I kind of see it also as an investment, right? So if a restaurant is investing in how they're coming across to their consumers, they really care. And it's something that they realize is important. And not to say that other restaurants aren't or don't care, um, you know, to the same degree, but, um, it makes me feel better as a potential, you know, buyer, um, that, that I feel cared for that. I, I, my interests are seen and recognized. Um, and you know, it breaks my heart when I I get a recommendation or I'm looking for a place and I go to hit their website and it's just a link to a Facebook page that breaks my heart. Um, and you know, a lot of people I think use different resources. You know, SEO, like like Randy said, is so important. Um, for me, I'll Google or I'll look up something on my maps and see what's near me. And I feel like that's that's a part that people don't necessarily take into consideration either. You know, people are trying to find places that are close by um, that have good ratings. Um, you know, and that it's there's a lot of moving parts. But uh, I mean, I do everything on my phone, so just having a a convenient website and something easy that's close by, I mean, it, it makes all the difference.
0: Yeah, that local search is super, super important, right? People are wanting to be within their proximity, whatever that proximity is. And I think restaurants, again, we're just not aware of that. Or, you know, we don't understand where all the places people might come to us. So like, where does somebody's customer journey, that customer experience start? Does it start from a Google search? Does it start from TripAdvisor, from Yelp? You know, like we can we can demonize those things, and yeah, there's a lot of like predatory practices that happen in that space. I get it. Yet we we need to celebrate the people wherever and however they're willing to find us. And so I think that's I think that's fundamentally important. So local is going to be super important. The way that you're thinking about that, appreciate that. All right, Randy, I want to come back to you to kind of t- take us home here a little bit as we wrap this up. Same kind of question. Very direct. Like if you get onto a website and it's clunky and clumsy and you don't know what's going on with it, you just don't feel it. Right. I, I, I feel like if a website is clumsy, you expect that every other layer of the experience is going to be clumsy. Like, why wouldn't you? Right. That's that's an expectation I have. If the front of your restaurant is sloppy and dirty and disheveled, why would I think any other part of of your restaurant? My experience is going to be any different. Now the website, this is your signage. This is your front door. This is the opportunity to like get that foot traffic, so to speak. It's the menu on the curbside. You better make sure that menu board you have out front has the actual menu that you are currently serving, not menu from three weeks ago. And that happens on websites all the time. That happens on all the places. So Randy, same thing with you. Are you going to move on? Will they lose a purchase from you? And let's get into why a little bit.
2: I mean 100%. Yeah. I mean, here's the two the two keywords that we've been throwing out as UX and SEO. It's like you want people to find your page and you want them to stay there. Like, so I found your website, but it's terrible to look at. I'm clicking off immediately because it's a headache to even navigate. It doesn't have accurate information. It's like like you said, setting the tone before I even step in. Like, if you can't take care of that platform of your business, then how am I supposed to feel taken care of when I'm going to be coming and spending probably hundreds of dollars in your restaurant, you know? I, yeah, I don't think I would be willing to, like, even try to give it a shot (laughs) if i was like oh somebody recommended it it's like well i can't even order it i don't know how to find their phone number you know like such simple simple things you know and yes there are multiple different types of users on websites there's the people who quick flash they need that information the second that they see it and then there's people like erica who want to you know investigate a little more and you can have both on it it's just you know You probably need to hire a designer to help you organize it a little, a little bit better to make sense to the daily masses.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think we, (laughs) we in restaurants, we know how to set our stations. We got to do the same thing and the way that you move and interact, like you put things that group together, that work together, together. And I think the same type of thing. So I really, really appreciate both of you for highlighting this. And I think one of the things that we said is like, look, you have to be practical and have a really seamless interface and interaction. You also need to find who your customer is, what motivates them and why they would buy. People buy why you do what you do, not what you do. What you do is just the proof that you are delivering on the promise of why you do what you do. You have to find the most uh, seamless and simple, straightforward, yet allow for that rabbit hole, that depth. And look, that's not easy i'm not saying that's easy at all it's just that's the task at hand that's what it's going to take so uh really appreciate both of you erica uh any any last thoughts anything we didn't touch on uh give you a couple a couple seconds here
1: um i mean the 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 maps google search thing is just a big thing for me um and and i find that there are good places out there that aren't on there so like location services yeah. just yeah and and to randy's point too about making sure your contact information is readily available is super important
0: I mean come on like how uh, how often too I've seen where somebody's like call for a for a, a pickup order then you yeah. call and then there's a recorded message that says for pickup orders for online orders go to our website and you're like what do you want me to do yeah i, I I'm trying <laughs> and I'm, then I'm out really yeah. trying here where do I go like I want to, I want to help you in this moment, you know? And the thing is, even for like myself, Betsy, my wife, we were just in in Santa Fe recently and we got all these recommendations and we ended up going to the number five recommended place because the top four, they just couldn't get it together. We didn't know how to order from them. And we're like restaurant people. I'm like really, really wanting to go to these places and pick up food and like interact with them. We were even going to go to multiple places and get like, multiple meals just to check it out mm-hmm. and it breaks my heart that people are missing out on that opportunity. So really appreciate that local search contact information hours. Are you doing pickup or delivery? Please make it easy. Randy, take us out last thoughts. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Last thoughts is just make sure your Google, my business page is up to date to have everything on there. I mean, we don't like that these big businesses are controlling their lives, but unfortunately they are. Google is, become a noun a proverb an adjective all of that you can use it to describe anything in life so if you're not if you're not keeping your business up to date on that then you are falling flat unfortunately and yeah we all know why
0: <laughs> i could not agree more well grateful to the two of you for contributing to the conversation that's why this this series best of custom is so important we need to get out of our little bubbles we need to understand the customer experience the customer journey and we need to really be a part of that. The restaurant needs to be part of that. If that means here, that's where it's going to be. So appreciate all of you for tuning in. As always, that is it for today's episode. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.